0: Nobody out. Three and two on
1: Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landis guy.
0: He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. dunk two hands. Nikola Jokic. Send me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a the luck. You won't see it for long. Two-run home run. Trevor Story.
1: Lock. on touchdown. Two for Sudden. Got it! Oh, man! That's from way downtown! And
0: the Blue Arrow is flying at Pepsi Center. Score! It's too good to be true!
2: Welcome into the Denver sports podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery, our favorite brewery here at DNVR and recently I saw that they have Palisade Peach Light. I am so excited mm. to get my hands on that. That sounds like the best summer drink um, besides strawberry sky. Of course, I'm Allie Monroy and I'm joined with the Susie Hunter, Brendan Vogt, Zach Stevens, and AJ Hayley. How's it going guys?
3: Hey, doing great.
2: Uh Susie came in hot with her energy and AJ <laughs> was not ready. AJ was like, whoa. No, what is this, happening?
1: This is my first day back at work after vacation. And the first <laughs> thing that happened is I'm hearing about cult leader pants. And there's a lot of there's just a lot of energy. And I'm like, I I
4: am a lot. I <laughs> am a lot. We all know this. So I'm sorry you didn't get to ease into it.
1: All <laughs> oh, good. Zero to 100s, the DNVR way.
4: It really is. Uh, in today's edition of the Denver Sports Podcast, we
2: are going to do a mailbag. We asked the DNVR Discord, which, if you're not in the DNVR Discord, you can be if you join a mem- as a member, uh, where you get a free shirt too, and then you get to be in the Discord. We asked a bunch of people some questions, and they delivered. There's some wild ones, there's some great ones, um, there's some battles. Uh, and then I did go to Twitter to see if we could get a few more. Um, so I'm excited to read it. I'm going to give a warning. Some of the discord names I'm going to mess up and you're probably going to make fun of me and that's okay, but I'm just putting that out there now. Uh, are you guys ready? I'm ready.
0: Let's do it. Let's go.
2: We'll start off with the first one. Lion Yeti asked, should other sports have something like the NBA summer league? Uh, where fringe prospects can fight for spots on the team in a slightly more relaxed setting. Hmm. So we'll start with you, AJ, with the NHL.
1: Uh, we have one. Yeah. Yeah. That's how well they advertise it. So <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's a little different because the league doesn't like go to like one centralized location. All the teams kind of have to come up with their own little versions of it. But the Avs uh, have been involved with. Like a six or seven team prospect showcase for a number of years, and uh, like Bo and Byron and Alex Newhook were both at that thing last year, so uh, you're you're talking about like real prospects do show up to it, and they do use it as a jumping off point. Uh, so that yeah, the NHL has one. It's just uh, some of them are a little more famous. The one in Traverse City is like the big example of. Uh, like the, it's the most successful iteration of it, but there are um, at by, by at this point, I would venture that most teams in the NHL uh, are involved in some kind of some some kind of a prospect showcase.
2: Yeah, it feels like really the only team that doesn't. And Susie, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the the NFL. The NFL doesn't have really something like this style, but the MLB does in a way with just the farm system in general.
4: I mean, also the Arizona Fall League exists, too, yeah. so exactly, yeah. like a little bit of that off-season stuff, too. Um, but yeah, yeah, that exists in, a, in some capacity for MLB. Zach, would you like to see that in the NFL?
3: The NFL tries. I, I shouldn't say the NFL is trying to do that, but other organizations are trying to do that by having, uh, you know, the CFL. Now we see XFL. Now we see these other companies that want to do this enough where then the NFL purchases them. And the NFL is like, nah. We're good. We've got college football doing it us doing it us for free, so we don't need to worry about that. I think it would be fun to see the NFL put their branding on it and then have it as a spring league, but the NFL just simply doesn't need to and there's been so many opportunities for them to buy one of these leagues or the NFL could easily set up their own league and really college football is is just the best product out there to be the developmental league and so the NFL just doesn't have a reason for it.
0: Summer league's kind of a unique product, too, for the NBA in so far as the spectacle and the event has outgrown the function of the event by a lot. You know, is Summer League particularly useful to these teams? They'd rather have it than not, but it's not it's not a make or break part of your season. But there's been this sort of evolution from a hipster pocket, like that centralized location AJ was talking about, where everyone comes to one spot for the summer to do the same thing. And then it was kind of like a summer camp for writers and, and and the real nerds and the real diehards. And now LeBron James is sitting courtside at this point. It's become, you know, like a, a big sports event in and of itself that almost has little to do with the basketball. Kind of reminds me of WWE in a way. Like hmm. the spectacle exist just because everyone keeps showing up and throwing yeah. their energy at it year after year.
2: Yeah, Susie, you're never going to escape WWE references.
0: I do that on, on purpose. On the DMVR. Yeah, I, do. I, know she loves
4: it. I just didn't know I was supposed to care about wrestling, getting hired here, and I resent
0: you Very all important. for
4: it.
3: Yeah. I don't <laughs> care. I don't,
4: I don't care about it either. There's only nope. a, a select few, but
2: they really love it. They're and it hard. so happens to be a lot on the baseball side of things.
4: Yeah, you guys are (laughs) torturing me. Torturing me! (laughs) Vote was
2: just in Vegas for Summer League. So, Vote, what was your favorite thing about your trip?
0: Well, we did it different this year. We did All-City. We did an Airbnb. So, in the past, we've stayed with each other. We've stayed on the Strip. That's always an adventure. But having a home base with everyone, for me, I hadn't met the the different basketball beats across All-City. That was really, really cool. And... I want to be careful saying this because I know we're not really in any sort of post-COVID world, but there is that feeling I think is there just in terms of people, the way they approach events in terms of throwing their energy at it. Summer League felt closer to normal this year than it has in years past. And just I think people really excited to to just be there doing the thing that they love so much with each other. Um, but the coolest part about Summer League is – it's kind of like a field trip environment, you know, that day at school where like the teachers are more relaxed and it's like, everyone kind of has their guard down. You'll, you'll see all kinds of important people from around the league and they're in a bit more approachable than they would be kind of in their respective arenas and so on.
2: All right. Next question we have, sir. James says, asks, what is everyone's best dating advice or tips? Because I clearly need all the help I can get.
3: Oh so, my God!
2: <laughs> we're gonna start
4: with you. No. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> look at the look at the expert panel they've assembled. Ex- yeah, oh, I'm oh. clearly
4: not the person who should be giving out dating advice because my dating life is terrible and non-existent. I will say, if you are on the apps, um, when you say hi to to the person that you're you're trying to match with, <laughs> sp- spell their name right it's usually like right there for you so like if you spell it wrong and then they're like hmm, you spelled my name wrong like just be like okay yeah i suck i don't know um yeah that's a big one
2: pay attention <laughs>
4: just pay attention i feel like i see that a lot
2: even on job applications you're like hey it's the little things it's the little things that someone
4: pays attention to literally right there i'm like if you can't look at the spelling of my name and like i'm like we don't have anything to build on from there all right well
2: zach you are engaged to your wonderful girl or fiance of like 12 years pretty pretty pretty
3: pretty much and so i can't even remember i have no idea and i pretty much stumbled into this so um yeah i I would say this is actually the worst group to ask because (laughs) i think we we all forgot how how, how, what pickup blinds and moves work the best i'm sorry sir james
2: all right aj anything you got anything for sir james
3: yeah you should get
2: married here soon in the next few days which is very exciting congratulations yeah
1: thank you it's gonna be cool um but no i think the best advice is to be authentic people don't people don't like when you pull smoke up their ass it's not something that they're into um and really like that's the one person you're not supposed to hide from anyway right like if you're trying to be in a real relationship um like you you should be real with them because that's the person that you're trying to make something real with so why would you give them some fake watered down version of yourself just be who you are wow, 80, and if that's, 80, if
3: that's sweet beautiful. if that's
1: if that's if that's not good enough for that person then that's not the person for you i can't 100%. believe i was well wow, wow.
3: Well- <laughs> You
2: got to follow that up. Good luck.
0: Oh, just blind, irrational confidence. It's gotten me this far in 30 years. <laughs> don't second guess yourself. You have no reason to be sorry. You know, they're either into it or they're not. And if they're not, it's the, it's their loss, baby. Being you, yeah. you're great.
3: There Unless you're you
0: not go. great, then maybe tone it down a bit. But that's you know, <laughs> I can't. How I do you know if you're me. great? Yeah. Um, i feel
2: like you know if you're
0: you know yeah you, you, you know get, it when you see it you know you, you tend know, to get, get
1: feedback it. in the dating world
0: <laughs> yeah you get a lot of feedback
2: for me i think those two are really great being yourself uh confidence i also think just making people laugh being silly just like having a relax like i think that brings out even if it's corny obviously you all know who i'm dating with the puns and every but it's like it loosens things up it's funny it like relaxes the whole situation and the puns and the jokes and everything are just it's fun just just be yourself that's the main thing that i've got and and
3: and, and actually something to to aj's point and, and ali's point as well uh is in high school didn't have the best luck ever my first three years in this scene uh and it was because i I was just trying so hard and and then so my senior year i said i'm going to college next year i am not gonna worry about it stop forcing things and then boom it it hits me right there i find annika and uh so it really is that just uh just be yourself and don't try to force it it, it too hard because it's going to happen
2: yeah. That, one more thing to add for wow. sure. I feel like the look at us. I feel like <laughs> what I've heard the most is like you'll find something when you're least expecting it, and that's because you're focused on yourself and that you're happy and you love yourself and you're in a good place or you're trying and you're you're doing those growth things for yourself, and then someone will find you that way. Um, I've seen that a lot, so.
1: I will follow up and say that's how it worked out for me because I was I mean when Z and I met we were I was when I mean, we were both in our 30s you know we both had had all kinds of failed relationships and so it really instead of looking at it as a bad thing we both looked at it as um, it prepared us to to be ready for the one that came along and we knew we knew just to get out of our own way and to to just let it work
0: wow, the Avs win the cup, and now AJ's really sincere and sweet. And, like, (laughs) he should have done this
1: a long time ago.
0: I think
2: we just need to have a a pod dedicated to it. Someone has been saying before DMVR dating, maybe maybe it'll be in the works. Uh, All right, next question from Augustus Gloop. Hmm. And we'll start with you, Zach, on this one. What is your biggest concern you have with the team you cover moving forward?
3: Ooh, the biggest concern I have about the Denver Broncos for the first time in half a decade. I can't say quarterback anymore, which is a blessing. I, w- I would say uh, it's the offensive line, it's about protecting that quarterback because that's one of the reasons why Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle, why he uh, quote unquote had some struggles when he was there, although he still wasn't struggling at all was the offensive line. And when you have, regardless of if we're talking football sports uh, or just business or life, if you have a very important asset, your most important asset, you should do everything you can to protect him or her or it, whatever it may be. And that is Russell Wilson. And right now the Broncos, Officially no one starting offensive lineman going into training camp. It's a little scary having four spots open. So, So that is something for this year that scares me and for the future moving forward that scares me.
2: I think that's a really good one, especially because you're right. You just got to protect Russ. That's something he's so intense about. And when you think of the other pieces, at least on the offense, you feel pretty secure with your running back, your wide receivers and um, tight ends. You're kind of like, okay, where on the offense side of things do we need some more work on?
3: Yeah, 100%. And this team is going to go through the offense now. So you don't really have to have that much pressure on the defense.
2: Yeah. All right, Suze. How about you? With the Rockies currently playing, what is the biggest concern you have for the team?
4: Yeah, I think the biggest concern is the perception of the product on the field.
3: Mm,
4: it's great. We're a very competitive division, so it's tough for the Rockies to kind of keep up with that. And a lot of the fans who come to Coors Field aren't from Denver. They're fans of other teams, so I think that's a big concern too. So I think it's tough for... Denver fans to keep their interest in the Rockies. Uh, that's always my biggest concern.
2: Yeah. All right. Kind of hard with you too, as you have a. You're just in the dead of the off season. But vote. Let's start with you, since the Avs got a little. Okay,
0: I want to see AJ back.
2: Back. Yeah. <coughs> oh, AJ's gonna have some stuff. My I biggest know,
0: concern <laughs> is how hard it is to go back to back. I feel
3: so bad for you, AJ.
0: For the Nuggets, it's health, but everyone knows that. I'll pick a different one. I'll say long-term commitment from ownership. Ownership Mm -hmm. right now appears to be in a feeling themselves, win-now mode across all properties, and that's awesome. So can the Nuggets take advantage of that quick enough to convince the Cronkies this is worth their time and their money? Going into the tax in the NBA is one thing. How deep do you go? How long do you stay there? And the best way to convince your ownership to do that is – to uh reward that initial tax bill so they got to get to the finals or flirt with the finals appearance this year if they're healthy that's the finals are the expectation
2: for sure aj
1: i mean i guess i'm i'm not allowed to say i'm not concerned about I mean, any you can you uh, can That'd be awesome it is you know there's that uh, the, the post championship glow is obviously still very fresh but i would say My biggest concern right now is probably the instability at goaltender. Um, It's not common for teams to have sustained success in the NHL while they ride the carousel every couple of years. And that's the position that the Avs continue to put themselves in. They keep making the choices to do this. So it's not like there's been bad luck. It's not like, oh, gee, you know, how did this happen to us again? They are actively choosing this. And I think there's a lot of uh, there's there's plenty of wisdom in what they're doing their their approach. It's just one of the most volatile position in all of sports outside of like maybe relievers in baseball, where on a year to year basis you have no idea what you're reliably getting, and to do that at such an important position uh, in in hockey. Because I mean, it, look, if if the abs are wrong next year about Alexander Gorkiev's ability to to be a starter. That there's no defense of a cup run like you're talking about making the postseason. So that that and they signed him to a three year deal. So basically, they have to be right. They have to be right about uh, their approach. And it's not that I don't think that they are or don't trust that they they could be. Just that it's a very very hard position to to find the the kind of talent that can rise to the level they're trying to play at.
2: Do you agree with their decision to move on from Kemper?
1: Uh, not really. Uh, it's I, I, get, I get that a five-year commitment for a guy that's already 32 years old is too much. And I'm fine with that part of it. Uh, the answer that they went and found is certainly an interesting one. And mm-hmm. I see where they're coming from. I see the appeal. Um, and I trust, like, it, I can't really sit here and criticize a front office that has made A-plus moves for four or five years in a row now and be like, I know better than these guys. They've been killing it. Dumb. So they've earned that leeway uh, for me to not spend all summer dragging them on it. And if, if, if they're wrong about it, uh, I won't need to say anything because everybody will know. So that's, that's my only real long-term concern. With the Avs, they've got they've got superstars in their prime at forward on defense. They've got young guys who are going to become superstars. Um, it, it's just it they're set up for the kind of long term success that everybody wishes they were. And uh, the only real question mark is what's going to happen at goaltender every year.
2: Yep. Well, if you believe the Avs are going to win the Stanley Cup again, guess where you can place odds on that and some money.
0: DraftKings Sportsbook. There American it's sports
2: votes got it go on DraftKings Sportsbook you can bet on the Rockies you can bet on some futures for the Broncos um the DMVR Broncos crew Zach included have been talking all about um, some of the futures that they have set on Russell Wilson uh, on Noah Fant on Jerry Judy and all that good stuff on the DMVR Broncos show so definitely check that out and again yeah you can vote on if you think Nikola Jokic will get MVP for the third straight year or if you think how the nuggets are going to go DraftKings Sportsbook is the place for all of that good stuff uh, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR make your first deposit and get a risk free bet up to $1,000 that's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details vote can you tell me a little bit about Avoca TV
0: Oh, I love Avaca TV. Well, people all over Colorado love Avaca TV because there's been a, a tiny little dispute at, like, the like the billionaire class level. <laughs> and so it's left some people hanging. But with Avaca TV, uh, you can watch all your Colorado sports teams. You can watch us at DNVR because they've got a DNVR channel built in there. Yep. And uh, how do you get it? Allie, I don't have the read in front of me. You got to help me out on that. Avaca TV or avaca.tv slash DNVR. Thanks, Zach.
2: And there's a deal. So hold on.
0: You use promo code DNVR.
2: And you will get $10 off your first three months. That's only $15 per month. The first three months plus the receiver, no contract, no hidden fees. It's the way to go. Paying so much for all of these channels that you don't even like. um, And you can't even watch your teams on. Just doesn't make sense. You can watch all of your favorite teams plus the dmvr crew so it's just it's a no-brainer definitely check it out and use that promo code DNVR. all right moving on to the next question here uh three cola 2x mvp
0: that's my guy <laughs> we'll this draw.
2: one ass this this one's an interesting one if all the all city teams get together and had an anchorman newscaster style battle to the death who would come out on top
0: i love this i know
4: i have have no doubt i have no doubt that dnvr would win any battle because dnvr has the most people who grew up in philadelphia (laughs)
3: <laughs> that's a good
0: point. That's a really good. point We fight
4: different. I would say that's Jersey true. too, though. I think you're
2: included. Oh yeah.
4: In
0: yeah, I think I think that's true. Also, here's the thing: we did the All City Olympics at the house in Vegas, and Dnvr won decidedly. And I just I had to go around reminding everyone: we are the original. Like, don't get too comfortable. Congrats, oh. welcome aboard. I'm glad it's going well you'll, you are but a mere shadow of our perfect form.
3: Is it, Brendan, is it, is this oh something that you, like right when you met them, you were shaking their hands, you're telling them, like yeah. right at introduction, yeah, nice yeah, to putting meet them you. in their Don't place? Don't you ever yeah. effing forget <laughs> that we're the you exist. We are your I, daddies. Right. Oh my God. I didn't say that to,
0: to Lindsay. <laughs> just I'm like very glad reason.
2: you didn't but, say that to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will always, especially more, as I work with all of the markets more and more, it's it's like you have three siblings and i'm of three siblings so i totally see it DNVR is the oldest child PHNX is the middle child and uh chgo is the little baby um that's like oh <laughs> and a hundred percent it just feels like it every time i talk to all of them love them all but it is that like family dynamic where DMVR is like oh cool you guys did this? Awesome. Good for you. PHX is like, what the hell? Why didn't we get that? PHX <laughs> is like, help!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love them all, though. Um, but I do think everyone on this panel would say DNVR. AJ?
1: Sure. Yeah.
2: Sure. <laughs> or, Not very
4: convincing. Like
1: I mean, Susie's reasoning is pretty, uh, pretty unimpeachable there. So. Thank you! Thank you. Can't I can't I can't uh, concoct a better
3: argument than that. You just not want to argue with me because
1: you're afraid to. No, I just think you're right. <laughs>
3: well, now I'm questioning if uh, we'll win. If there's going to be some internal fighting going on oh. at the NVR before it even starts.
2: No, so th- I will say uh, PHNX has Frank Sanders. Yeah, PHNX has a few people, but Frank Sanders, former wide receiver, um, for the Arizona Cardinals. So Ryan says that he thinks Blaze Hunter from DMVR could take Frank Sanders. So I'm just going to throw that in there. Let me know in the comments, tweet at me right here in the YouTube comments, what you think of that, uh, hockey player versus NFL player. Okay. We're going to move on before things get too, uh, crazy. Um, comfy asks, what is a hobby that others at DMVR don't know
4: you enjoy?
0: It's a good question.
4: Ooh, hobbies. I have a, <laughs> a hobby. Okay. Suze. Um, I love thrifting. Um, before baseball season, I was flipping furniture. Um, and I like playing piano.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I got. I'm a a
4: well-rounded young lady.
2: Flip. I didn't know about flipping furniture, and I didn't know about piano, so that's Mm -hmm. awesome.
4: I am just a mystery.
2: Vote flipping furniture means taking like thrifting old furniture or finding old furniture and
3: reselling it
2: and flipping it. Yeah, so like not just like turning
0: it it upside
3: down.
2: No, 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 you're like like... flipping.
3: You're like, I have a great idea for a couch. (laughs) What if I sit on it the opposite way? He's just an no. Instagram influencer, just changing <laughs> the game. Real disruptor over here.
4: You thought you knew what you could do with furniture? Have I got something else to show you. Yeah. <laughs> try just wow. flipping it over. Right. You know, it's where you like redo it
3: and refurbish it, and sure, then sure, either sure. You That's use it cool. for yourself,
4: maybe you sell it. So yeah. that was something I was doing in the off season.
3: Zach,
2: what's a hobby we don't know about?
3: Oh boy, probably that I have a Vespa scooter and uh, take take that around town. I could have guessed that, though, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: didn't know
3: it, but
2: AJ, what about you?
1: I don't know. I'm a pretty open book. I talk about all my hobbies on our show all the time. I really don't. I really. I mean, the F one thing surprised people, but now mm-hmm. that now that we talk about it all the time, I don't think it's really that big of a surprise. <clears throat>
2: Uh, I guess one of my hobbies before I get to you vote is I like to like draw. I'm not like the best at it, but I do like to draw. Look, look at my little Bronco that I drew the other day.
3: Oh, right. Oh, oh, dang. dang. That look is you. impressive.
2: So I do like to, look at the... this one's kind of bad,
4: but the wolf. That <laughs> no, looks really good. Dang. Are you serious, Allie? It, like, it looks like
3: pictures you pulled from, uh, from, from yeah. an artist.
4: <laughs> kind of does.
2: Vote. <laughs> uh, what about you?
3: Uh, I'm a big board game guy. Um, oh. I
0: I, have, I live with my girlfriend, but we also have a third roommate who we're friends with, so it's a built-in board game group. And you probably wouldn't guess with my seeming attention span, but I'm super into it, and I love I love board games.
2: That's awesome. All right.
1: there's, so there's a Catan guy over there.
0: Oh yeah, but except that's that like a little left. basic of an answer. You know what I'm saying? Like no. I'm, I'm like a little. <laughs> Like a layers past settlers, but you're, you're sophisticated is what you're saying yeah, without yeah. saying it like yeah. dominion. But like, I know that's more of a deep cut, so I'll, we can move yeah.
2: on. All right. Hips CJP asks, does Colorado based lacrosse deserve more attention from the fans due to their success in the past 20 years? Mammoth Pios outlaws. I think we could all say, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Look at AJ rock in the hat too. For sure. I mean, they've been dominant, so
3: I yeah i I, I mean we we to... talk about how how colorado is is hockey hockey town or i guess denver is hockey town also you could you could make the case for lacrosse uh being be lacrosse town in in this country for, for like you said the past couple decades
2: i wonder if the people know i used to play women's lacrosse in high school
3: i, I didn't know that. that that's an unknown hobby were you yeah. good
2: i got a concussion from my coach so your was,
3: coach, yeah, oh, no. my
2: coach. We were at practice, and my coach was a former D one player, and she was going to shoot on our goalie when we were like walking by it, and she missed the goal <laughs> and hit me on the side of the head.
3: Jesus, so, oh,
2: no. uh, it was rough. It was the start of my concussions. But yes, I did play lacrosse. But a hundred percent, I think it's a really cool sport for sure. And
4: lacrosse played you?
2: Yes, lacrosse did play me. <laughs> um. Okay, next question from Comfy. What team would you think would be fun to cover
4: if it didn't have to be Hockey AJ? The Rockies. Oh. Yes, Yes, and you're right, because they are a lot of fun to cover.
1: (laughs) Uh, Genuinely, I'm not really like Rockies, but I would prefer it would be more fun to cover one of the minor teams. Like, the Yard Goats would be, like, my ideal. I would. That's what I would love to do. You
0: are such a sports guy, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Next question from, this is directed at you as well, AJ. <laughs> it's three questions in one. Um, Meshi <laughs> asks, will Ovi break Gretzky's goal record? Yes. Uh, which of Sackett's records will be broken?
1: Uh, most of them.
2: Oh. Should the Avs retire EJ's number after he's done playing? No. Oh, Okay. Okay, we won't let we won't have you go into details. So we'll let the people um, a little curious on your answers there. Uh, Colin Wilson comments favorite short stint Denver athlete. So we'll start with you. Vote. That's a hard one.
0: Juancho and her, Hernan oh. Gomez.
2: Oh, Hernan Gomez. Not Hernan. Hernan um, her, um, her 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 Gomez. Hernan her Gomez. <laughs>
0: he's <laughs> just
1: a cruise missile now
0: I know i know oh that buddy. was
2: a good I thought that was a good movie what did you I liked it? that it's i good. thought it was like a really it. like it was cheesy and cute but it's like it was just like what it should be
0: it was good I was impressed I was impressed shout out Wancho forever also Thomas Welsh Facundo Composso, oh, guy not Thomas. as popular these days but gotta stick together as tiny That's guys. what I know.
1: happens when those guys actually play they lose their popularity because that's right dead. they are much
0: their they're end of the bench novelty items. I bet sure. you
2: still, we still have some Argentinians who watch us from the
4: Faku.
0: I still okay. get DMs from the homies. I yeah.
4: do. All right, Suze, what about you? I am trying to think of some like short stint Rockies that were just like
3: Chris Bryant,
4: wowing me. No, stop it. That's not funny. <laughs> it's
3: too soon. He's here for the long haul, Brendan. Well, yeah,
0: but it's been a sh- like he's playing short stints at a time.
4: But he that? is back
2: now. Okay, oh my gosh.
3: For a short stint.
2: She was you're about, about to, to jump out of the computer and if, <laughs>
4: just like hit you. <laughs> if we Sorry. were in person, no! <laughs> I may have assaulted you. Yeah,
0: that's fair.
4: That's fair. <laughs> Don't tell HR. Do not show them this broadcast. <laughs> um remember Jonathan Lucroy? He was a great catcher. He was fun oh, to have yeah. around. Yeah, that's remember
1: really... him? I I <laughs> him the other day, actually. That was a short stint. <laughs>
2: Whoa. Okay. Zach.
3: I mean, Brendan just pointed to the heavens and I think for mine, I got to be pointing oh. to the heavens, Timothy Tebow. I mean, <laughs> come on. What a fun stretch of oh. Broncos ball. If you want to go for like, I mean, he won, he, he won the AFC West, but if you want to go for like great, great football players, uh, the name that pops into my mind right outside of Tim was uh, Brian Dawkins. Uh, his mm-hmm. stretch here. When the Broncos signed him, it totally came out of left field. A Philadelphia yep. guy yep. at I Alley. And, I mean, just a great dude, but also just so fun what he brought to the field.
2: Yeah, Brian Dawkins is a great one. AJ? Uh,
1: I mean, I thought Eddie Kennison was pretty fun for the Broncos because mm. of all the drama that he brought. Yeah, um, I thought Neil Smith was cool just because he was, like, John Elway's, like, personal tormentor for years and then he switches teams and wins a super bowl in Denver. And, you know, it's fun to be on the right side of that. Uh, I guess I have to give a hockey answer, um, but I guess I, uh, most of the guys, most of the short-term guys, uh, I don't think of very fondly because those teams didn't do anything, but I really liked jean Sebastian Giguere's mm. tenure in Colorado. It was real fun. Um, He was at the end of his career. He was just their backup goalie back then, but he was very likable. And he, uh, he gave us the quote about too many guys, uh, too many guys in that locker room, more interested in their Vegas trip than finishing the season.
3: (laughs) So
1: it gives you you an accurate portrayal of the culture that was in that room at the time. So Hmm.
3: And AJ, I like that. I like that you went deep uh, on this one. But I think a lot of people, and especially casual fans, w- would think of uh, Ray Bork uh, a- as a guy yeah. with a short but very sweet stint.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was cool.
2: <laughs>
1: his, number, his number shouldn't be retired, but it gave us it gave us one of the iconic moments in sports history. So. Right.
0: right. What
2: about someone on this current team, AJ, or that like in the last
0: few years? Lecky does Leckinen have that kind of? Do people love him like that after? Well, and he
1: just signed a five-year deal, so he's not—he's not, he's not he gonna be a short term guy. Um, geez, you know, I think Cochleano would have been a great one yeah. until, until he decided to stay. We'll probably look back at the Darren Helm era very fondly. That's true, um, because he didn't do anything, and then the postseason started, and he became Daddy Helm.
3: Scored some goals.
1: So... You know, uh,
2: some damage.
1: Daddy, Daddy helm.
2: Of, yeah. The amount of times that that phrase has been used is three at this point, but that's too many. So, yeah. um, I, look- I mean, it,
1: look, if you're going to ask, if you're going to ask the hockey question, I mean, we use it all the time on our show. So
2: we got people in the co- mind of Maddie in the comments saying lucky for life. Um, sure. Lucky and cog definitely became fan favorites, I feel like, in this
1: postseason. Yeah. Our Joe like um, led the absent in game-winning goals in this postseason run. Wild. Like, it'll be my favorite, like, fun stat from this. All so.
2: right. What is the worst food take at DNVR? So, before we say this, I think we have to give a food take. Do we have to give our worst food take?
0: Well –
4: I mean, I have an unpopular food take that I know people don't like to hear. <clears throat>
2: let's let's do a, each of, everyone's
4: like, what they think is like a controversial food take.
0: Okay, alright, I'm into it.
4: So, yeah. Um, I think bacon is overrated. I think it's a food crutch. I think people put bacon on food to make it seem more interesting, and it's actually not. It's
1: I think she's fish. right.
4: I, I love I bacon. Don't. I, there, yeah, I, I actually know a
2: lot of people who either love bacon or feel that way about bacon.
4: Um, and it's really funny, too, because we did a sunflower seed tasting earlier this week at our DNVR Home Run Derby. And one of them was bacon flavored. And I couldn't we were blindfolded. I didn't know what it was. flavored. I was like, this one just tastes bad. And <laughs> I'm like, OK, like I still don't like bacon. <laughs> uh, my food take my like.
2: Controversial food take is I think white ch- uh, white chocolate is trash. Hmm. I hate it. Mm. Not a fan. It's just like, just.
0: Is that a hot take?
2: Regular chocolate is. That's a mild take. It's a, a mild take. Two peppers. Yeah. Okay. Two peppers. Okay, I can <laughs> uh, I can think of another one.
1: Um, I mean, so my, okay. my 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 unpopular take is similar because I just I just think chocolate is bad. Oh, yeah,
0: no. that's, that's a hot. That's mean. a bad take. That's a take. You take that and you you take that back, <laughs> and you get off the show. Okay, chocolate. I don't get chips. I don't get the. I don't get chips. I think if I want a tasty snack, I can do better than chips. I think if I want to get like less hungry than I am, like chips are a weird route to that. You got to eat like 15 of them. Then you feel sick and they're all greasy. I don't I don't I don't get less hungry. And as far as taste, I can do better. So like I don't. I feel like chips land in a no man's land for me. Like, what? What's the? You don't point? like
2: sandwich and sandwich and a chip and some chips. It's like what? salt, it's savory, have a
0: crunch like, on the side. I don't a need them if they there, but there's better sides in the world.
1: So you're not a texture eater.
0: I texture, I don't mind. I just think chips are hollow. Like,
1: yeah. Don't... I mean, I ask that because I say because there are people like me out there who have to have certain textures. Yeah. And that's where that's where that's where chips are yeah. God All right, So I
0: follow that logic. Approach.
3: I follow but that and, logic. and also Brendan, it, chips are just so easy. You know, it, it's like something that you just have as a quick snack or you 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 make a main and you want a quick snack so you throw them on there. Uh as opposed to like you know there are better options out there. I agree but none as easy as chips. Fair you don't
4: eat chips because you're hungry. You eat them cuz you want to eat and you want to fill the void. You,
3: you know? eat them cuz they're,
1: they're there.
0: Again, me, that's I'm... a
1: bad pitch for food. That's all I'm doing.
2: For me, I'm like I need to have like salt and sweet, like like savory. Yeah, I love okay. the combination right. of all things. Right. So like even like chocolate and like something salty like chocolate covered pretzels, like those are my favorite just like I need those two compared to like the crunch necessarily that you were talking about, AJ. Uh, Okay. Zach, your food take.
3: Okay. So I think what wasn't the question who has the worst food take in the company. So I'm going to answer this and it's a little bit different and I'm going to go straight after my partner, Ryan here. One of his, I don't, I I guess it's a food take. uh, Is that anytime someone says like, Oh, I do this weird thing, right? This weird thing. He, instead of being like, um, oh man, that's so weird and gross. I can't believe you do that. He just says, "Okay, yeah, if you like it, that's good. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy for you." And so nothing can ever be weird for him. Or people will, you know, try to be like, "Oh my gosh, I had this crazy thing," and he's like. I'm glad that, that you enjoyed it. And it's just like, it's like this conversation killer. It's like, he's, he's too nice when it comes to this because then people, you know, want to start a debate by throwing something at us. And he's like, Oh, I, I'm happy for you. Good for you. I, and they're just like, so shot down by it.
2: I will say one thing that did get him to be like, Hmm. Was Chirsten Sue on, uh, from pH next. She enjoys ketchup with her rice. And he was like, hmm. Uh, so he did just shoot it down. He That one, he was definitely like,
3: oh, okay. That is, that is bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> see, and, and I think, see, for me, I, especially, um, you know, I, I, I'd want to be like, what are you doing? How did that, that's so ridiculous. And, and yeah, Ryan's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, good for you.
4: You know what? We can't trust Ryan's food opinions because this is the guy who likes malort.
3: That's what, I'm
0: true. that's what I'm saying.
4: That in itself is a terrible food take. And
0: that's how you know, like Ryan will sit there and eat bad food and look you in the eyes and go, this is really good.
1: I will say, uh, this is a regular bit on our show. Um, everybody that comes onto the apps pod, we ask what their bad food take is. Oh. Um, and so we've heard some pretty horrific things over the year. Uh nothing nothing stopped time quite like the uh uh the guy who said that he puts olives in uh in a bowl with mayonnaise. What yeah. yeah. just it just it just eats no. it. Um, also the
0: he was messing with you.
1: The intern no. the intern who puts mustard on pizza. Bad call. Wow. Those hey. were the ones that stuck out to me after after the and obviously like Ooh. Rudo putting mayo on his burritos was uncomfortable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I have a question. Do you, does anyone here enjoy mayo like on sandwiches and all, on yes. normal things? Yeah, I, I have so many people I know who yeah. are like, mayo. And Mayo's great. Mayo on sandwiches, mayo, like, with ketchup, like, the secret sauce, oh. all that mm-hmm. Those people
0: need to grow up, Alex.
1: They need <laughs> to
2: grow up. Uh, we've got PD Swag in the comments saying, do the olives one? What the heck? It
1: stopped our show when it happened. We were like, you sent in a super chat to tell the world this.
3: <laughs> he and volunteered money. that information. We need money
1: to tell the world this. And so... it. Your remains one of those things that just horrifies me. I sometimes wake up in a cold sweat thinking, <laughs> somewhere in the world, that guy might be eating that right now. Oh, yeah. my God.
2: All right. Before we keep going, Zach, what do you love about Manscaped?
3: Oh, I love that Manscaped, especially. I mean, come on, now's the time to be mowing and uh, mowing everywhere. Outside, inside, down, under, and Manscape is the best tools for that. And not only, you know, mowing below the belt, you gotta mow inside the nostrils as well. And they got the right tools for the family jewels and the nose hair everything and you can get that all at manscape where it really is the best products out there no nicks they have advanced skin safe technology they have a light so shines where the sun don't shine uh, in case you need that help <laughs> so you got to check out everything that manscaped has got going on and the code is <clears throat> dnvr is that right
2: Yes, DMVR for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. And I actually do. I've seen on Twitter, I've seen a few of our members talk about how Women use Manscape too, so definitely check it out.
0: No um, reason not to. Yeah. There's literally no reason for a woman not to use Manscape. It's the same. It's, it works, and it's the it has the same less
2: nicks again, again, yeah. uh, which is something big. And I know that they just came out with a deodorant and their shampoo and conditioner and their body wash. Everyone loves those. It smells <laughs> really good, so definitely check that out. Use the promo code DNVR.
1: I used their little. Uh, I just had their. Just got back from vacation. I used their little travel bag. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I love
2: travel the bag is bag. nice.
1: So, oh god, it's
0: so I mean, I'm using it. I'm going to Chicago today. I'm Not hey, going to drink Malort, but I am going to bring my bag. You Shout should go man. see,
2: go see, say hi to Matt Peck and Big Dave.
1: Oh, I'm going to. I don't think they're very. Go eager high out. with them and prove your dominance. Yeah,
2: that's right. <laughs> um, okay, next question. We want to know everyone's feelings on a potent- This was Bucket since '88 asked. We want to know everyone's feelings on a potential new Broncos stadium with a roof versus the current beautiful stadium that is open air and not that old.
3: I feel like this is a very pointed question, <laughs> uh, and uh, so yeah, I mean, what, one of the things, one of my favorite Broncos games that we don't get that often, but is a snow game, is a weather game. I think that is just Denver football right there so there's probably going to be a new stadium and it's probably going to have a roof and that roof will be closed on snowy days and and i don't like that uh i would really i really like snow games in the mile high and we we rarely get them so i agree with you I, i wish that that we would still get the elements but you know what the elements Keep away the Super Bowl. The elements keep away concerts coming uh, during January, February, and March. And uh, Rob Walton wants to bring those things to Denver because that means a lot of cash coming his way. So I've accepted that a new stadium is going to be built out by Dia. It's going to have a roof. It's going to be fancy, mm. but it's it's also going to be a little muted in terms of embracing Denver.
2: Yeah, obviously, I don't. I I. I think the idea of a dome is cool but i would want it on the current location mm. um i think bringing the stadium that far out is just a mistake obviously people will still go um and i understand why they're doing it but it's just it's so nice to have the city just or the stadium, a part of the city um, and just right there for people to go, go back and then feed the economy, go to bars after the game and hang out and just, you go to Denver and you see those stadiums is probably one of my favorite things. Um, So I'm against it, but I don't, I'm not against the dome, but I just don't want the stadium to move
4: yeah i don't like the idea of stadiums in general like all the sports teams being so far away from each other i like keeping them a little more central closer downtown so people can go out afterwards the economy benefits from that people get to have a good time people aren't trying to drive home after games i think that's a huge one too for sure
2: yeah it's just trying to get over there because you're tailgating you're hanging out like tailgating won't change much like it might even get better being out there but then the driving home afterwards is for sure a nerve-wracking
0: and denver has this setup arguably as well as anyone across the country to have you've got the rockies the nuggets are essentially downtown the broncos are right there as close as you're going to see a stadium to really being central and i don't know if any city can really compete with that and i also think at a time when Denver is so malleable and I think the something that's very important to us at DMVR the soul of Denver as it welcomes more people says says goodbye to more natives as it continues to change that is something that has to be fought to preserve and yeah. and I think when you I think one of the this is one of the primary functions that sports serve outside of just keeping us busy at night and putting a smile on our faces at home in terms of connection to the community, an increasingly difficult thing to to achieve and obtain, sports to me are the best conduit for that. And so to leave leave the teams downtown, like let the Denver experience be built around these teams. In my opinion,
2: yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, we got to do a little speed round here for these next few questions. Um, Calzone the simp asks, I have the real question: What are the feelings on banana peppers on things like sandwiches, pizza, etc.? Forum. I like sandwiches on sandwiches. Sandwiches,
4: yes. Pizza, no. There, Zach?
3: Banana peppers is probably the best thing you can put on pizza or sandwiches, so 100%. <laughs> AJ? Throw in
4: the
1: trash.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Wow. okay.
3: Finally okay. a hot take from AJ.
2: Next hot question. Nice. Um, Rye Bread asks, what is one addition to the game you follow that you know will never happen, but you would enjoy and like to see? That might be a good TDSP topic on its own, so maybe we'll do a little tease there and just give me your quick answers.
4: Uh, okay, Suze. I got one right off the bat. Home run derby for tiebreakers in regular season games. That would be fun as heck. I don't think it'll ever happen. <laughs> that would be fun. All right,
1: AJ? Uh, kind of like the designated hitter in baseball. I think teams should be allowed to have a designated shootout guy. Okay, Zach. Um,
3: I would say I love college football overtime rules. I would love yes. that in the NFL and it's never happening. Really? Yeah.
2: No, oh, that's frustrating. Well
3: penalty box.
2: Oh, oh. Every,
3: every sport should have a
0: penalty box. It's my favorite system.
2: Okay. Next question we have is from Lindsay God,
1: DeP- uh, DeP- could you okay. imagine? I know. Raymond Green trying to go into the trying to get that dude into a penalty box. I know.
0: And then you—the camera of him just losing his GD
3: mind for
1: two and <laughs> a half minutes. The incredible theater.
3: Yeah.
4: Favorite
2: Trevor Simeon memory, Zach.
3: Oh man, every single one. was just <laughs> the absolute best. I love me some Trevor Simeon. Thirteen and eleven record. That's that's what I that's what I see when I picture him.
2: <laughs> All right, AJ, you're rolling your eyes down there, so. Uh,
1: my favorite memory of the Trevor Simeon era is when
3: it ended. <laughs> oh. Man, why you got to okay. do me like well, that? I'll
2: end like that there. <laughs> um, Lindsay Spano asking, what are the first four things you do early every morning without fail? Vote, you responded to her, so I'll have you start.
0: Yeah, uh, Manscaped, Athletic Greens. Um, I w- not Breck Brew. That's not the morning. That's at <laughs> night. Um, what, what else do we got? Green you,
3: Mountain, you watch, Mountain watch, group every you, morning. And you watch American Raptors.
0: I watch American Raptors, go. and I yeah. use my Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Gear. There we go.
2: There we go. Um, does anyone have what they do immediately off of the bat? I do,
4: I do. I I drink water, and then I drink green tea, and then I drink athletic greens, and then I wow. go to the bathroom.
2: There's yeah. a lot. <laughs> I mean, well, that's a lot of liquid there.
1: Of course, you uh, go to the bathroom you... after you do all that drinking. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you, um, have, you know what? You're so dehydrated when you wake up. That is the best way to wake up.
2: I wash my face. I do my skincare. I drink coffee, um, and I check Slack. Uh, <laughs> Zach-
1: dude, checking of the phone is a big thing. Like, yeah. Like, what did I miss while yep. lying unconscious for the last eight hours?
3: Yep, a hundred percent. So checking the phones, obviously one, and then two every single morning is I chug eighteen ounces of water.
4: Holy yes, it Gets me up.
3: I agree with you, Susie.
2: Thank you. Okay. I am going to have to save two of these questions. Um, oh, okay. We'll do two real quick. And then the last one I'll just save. How do you feel to lose to Brendan in the home run derby?
4: Susie, I think you're the only one
2: who can answer that.
4: Terrible because he was freaking barefoot doing it. So, yeah, I felt pretty bad about myself, um, but I'm looking forward to a rematch at some point.
2: All right, we've got the last question from Ryan R.B. For someone that has recently started their own show, what's some advice? Don't know if it will go far, but giving it my best shot at it. I got you. I got you. Okay.
0: Just keep doing it. And I know that sounds, that's the advice I've gotten from people in positions that I want to be in like particularly these types of endeavors whether it's creative or not <laughs> obviously there's some networking and luck and 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 the opportunity aspects will come down the line but what's the cliche it's 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 hard work meets meets opportunity you just take care of the hard work part if you want to be a writer just start writing if it doesn't go out to anyone that's fine if it goes out to just your your mother and your father that's fine um if a company gives you it, 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 an opportunity take it but you just keep doing it. And, and you, you can sit there and think, how does this start? How do I get started for the rest of your life? But what you have control over right now, and it sounds like you've already done it by starting this show is just doing the thing.
2: Yeah. That's what I would have said. Consistency a hundred percent. Just keep recording. Even if you feel like it's not going or your views or your listeners aren't going up, just keep doing it. The more practice, the better, um, the more experience and you can get some more guests and it just, just keep doing it.
3: Yeah. yeah, and inconsistency, Allie. I, th- I think that's the word. And obviously here at DNVR, we we typically do our shows five days a week. You don't have to do a show five days a week, but we'll do it once a week and commit to that. Don't miss weeks. Once a month, what, whatever it is, and then also try to release it on the same day, at, at the same mm-hmm. time, what, whatever it is, so that your your audience gets into routine and then that builds, and then they're in a routine, so they're going to tell other people about it because it's something that they do. Uh, so from a production standpoint, Standpoint, I would really recommend that. And then just just being fun. I mean, most podcasts are about entertainment in some fashion. Uh, and so have energy, be, be fun with it, uh, unless it's, you know, a small podcast that that doesn't need that that sort of energy. But people are tuning in to, to hear what you have to say and also for for entertainment.
2: Yeah, I would say be yourself, just like with the dating advice that we gave earlier and (laughs) we'll full circle and wrap it up there. But just be yourself. People are going to listen to it because they want to hear you talk about a subject. So be authentic. Don't try to be anyone you're not. Um, And people will listen because they like you, especially on topics like sports that we've learned. Like you can go to listen to sports from Thousands of people, but you listen to the people that you enjoy and you like, and that you could see yourself go grab a beer with most of the time or grab coffee with. So, definitely just be yourself on all of that stuff. But all right, we are wrapping up. Thank you to everyone who listened to the show. Leave a review, I'll read your reviews on the next show that I'm at. Um, miss you guys. Obviously, I used to do these lot more, but we've got a fun rotating cast next week should be a great one. So we will see you then. Thanks guys.